Hello and welcome back to the latest Tink Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. Quega is an online matching platform for B2B buyers and suppliers in the food industry and has launched into the European market. We talked to the co-founder of the core company, Martin Fitzgerald, who says the platform will connect smaller businesses with larger enterprises and enable them to scale and grow their businesses to greater heights. So I'm joined today by Quega's CEO, Martin Fitzgerald. The company was launched last year in Cork and it's focused on solving the global food supply chain security opportunity or problem, whatever way you look at it. It's very timely that we're talking, Martin, because, you know, we're looking at a war situation in Ukraine and a lot of people are talking about food security from that aspect of things. But t- tell us about what you guys are about and, 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 and the, the problems you are solving. Uh, thanks for having me on your podcast, John. Appreciate it. So we are Quega, and what we do is we are a two-sided platform uh, business. We work in the B2B sector, uh, where we connect buyers and suppliers in the food and beverage sector, predominantly in Europe. So uh, within Quega, an example would be where supermarket buying teams would use Quega. Uh, They set up their profiles with us. And as they have requirements, they will post them within the Quega Deal Center, which is within our platform. And we connect in uh, well-matched, uh, both in terms of their product, their service, their size of supplier locations, certifications, etc., that match well with what the buyer requires. Uh, uh, and we connect them through the platform, uh, both connecting company profiles. Uh, and then we also facilitate communication and engagement in any language. Uh, through the Quega Messaging Center. Uh, and on an ongoing basis, we, we we connect buyers and suppliers, even aside from live requirements, in terms of what they tell the platform, um, uh, in terms of what they're looking to connect with, the profiles of the companies or the people um, uh, and our products and services. So we do all that. We use a lot of uh, great fun technology to do it and uh, automate that process online to create that, that trusted uh, fast, low-cost ecosystem uh, 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 for for suppliers and buyers. And, and who would be the, typically the suppliers and buyers over there? Would they, what kind of what kind of companies are these? So on the supplier side, uh, we focus a lot right now on trending products and on private label suppliers. So um, that that would be uh, where it, it, it is generally across sectors in terms of the within the food and beverage sector. But within that, then it's across different types of sectors from, you know, from alcohol, from um, um, uh, all types of uh, food products and categories. But we're taking a key focus within that on, on a lot of trending products and a lot of uh, private label. In terms of size of suppliers and locations, they can be across the predominantly EU at the moment, but also UK a lot. Um, and uh, the I suppose the, it, it is more the uh, mid-sized and scaling suppliers that we deal with. Uh, connecting mm-hmm. them with buyers where you know the the buyers might have relationships already with the nestles of this world but we create the, the 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 where there's supply chain disruption where there's new products where there's new private label products for example with supermarket buyers we connect we create those that discovery and those connections with those scaling uh and some of these you know some of these the, the, these companies that we're introducing could have 100 million turnover of mm-hmm. a suppliers or 15 million or 5 million um but uh, they just don't have the relationships with buyers outside of their own countries. And that's where we come in. We we, we help that internationalization for those suppliers and that discovery for, for the buyers where traditionally a buyers could take months 
uh, in-house uh, with, with a lot of resources to get to short lists of new suitable suppliers. And we take that down really to minutes. Uh, and 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 we 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 would verified well suited suppliers, and then we facilitate that communication to take it from there. The one word that screams screams at me is diversity. Does like does this create better diversity in choice for 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 people? You know, you know, we mentioned there the big guys. You know, uh, you know, you know, a company buying food will all, could easily go to the big guys but this, does this kind of create a more level playing field then for other suppliers and you know it could be someone making chocolate in switzerland or wine in france or you know um some products in ireland to reach a, a buyer in in the uk or, or elsewhere yeah absolutely you know and we're very conscious as well of the irish suppliers and as we're as we're growing now we're we're onboarding a lot more buyers from around europe so um there, there, there's that we started of course with with Irish buyers that we knew, mm. uh, and uh, you know, there's a good there's a good example there of you talk about diversity. So it's you know we 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 had a, a large supermarket buyer, uh, and they set up uh, with us a requirement, a deal in our deal center for a new private label ice cream supplier, and with in less than an hour we had three um, Quagga members uh, that could satisfy that perfectly have uh, they reached uh, we call it an expression of interest the supplier can express interest in a deal on the platform hmm. uh, which is a connection request effectively to the buyer so in less than an hour we had three and in, and and in less than a day we had eight suppliers expressing interest so what that does is it gives diversity for the buyer it gives them new relationships that they they may not have uh, seen it gets very close matches on what they um, what they want and it allows them then to really get to a shortlist quickly uh, and in that case, I know that that deal is that I think the contracts are being signed now, uh, this week or next, and that's an Italian ice cream supplier. Nice. Um, so, so uh, you know, we we went right across Europe on that one. And that's the thing. I mean, was this a problem that the industry knew it had? I mean, I think I read somewhere in in your background that you know the EU and UK food sector alone has a market with a turnover of one point two trillion, more than twelve million businesses. Um, but it strikes me that the bigger the companies, the bigger the clout, and often that diversity problem was obviously a huge problem. So is that is that what you're addressing here? Is that problem? Yes. So the, you know the problems that that we're addressing, uh, and, and and COVID really uh, put a magnifying glass on them, when people could no longer travel uh, as mm. much as possible, and when existing supply chains both Brexit before that. That's how we started our journey, mm. and then COVID disrupting supply chains. Uh, it really, it, it really brought a magnifying glass in on um, problems that already existed in the marketplace. So, you know, for suppliers, I've talked a lot about buyers, but you know, if you look at suppliers now, when they decide if they want to internationalize their trade, to find, they don't, you know, sixty percent of them would say they don't know where to find information on foreign markets. Uh, they don't have the resources in house to go and carry out due diligence on potential markets or buyers within those markets, um, and, and even if they do gather the information, learn how to carry out due diligence on other companies, uh, then they have the communication issue in, in cross-border trade. It's, you know, the EU does look enviously at the US in that regard, that interstate trade in the US where they don't have huge culture or language barriers, uh, and the EU still doesn't have that cross-border trade for SME markets. So we address those for the suppliers and for buyers, it, it, it's time, it's not getting spammed, it's uh, engaging with active suppliers mm. at the time, uh, because in a lot of marketplaces online, they're, they're inactive uh, suppliers. 
Uh, and again, it's that due diligence piece, that know your business, that is the supplier, are they who they say they are? Are they producing what they say they produce when they mm. produce it? So we've automated that, know your business initial piece as well to get verified profiles. Um, I, 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 and yeah, the you know the millennials as well. In addition to COVID, getting people to look at online solutions for these for these relationship building issues, for these searches where we're past it was travel, it was trade shows, it was all of the above, emails, messaging. Um, in addition, the millennials have taken over probably more senior management positions, and they, they, they you know, that's where they're wired as well. They, they they want to see online solutions if they're going to uh, if they are going to travel. They, they want to be down to a very short shortlist of uh, of potential suppliers uh, to engage with. And uh, I was wondering the you know you mentioned their Brexit was 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 Quega originally was Brexit the original inspiration for you guys that you know because I'm, I'm often I'm thinking of UK businesses as well that you know sadly in all of this a lot of businesses you know have, have been impacted badly by by Brexit and it's been become a nightmare trying to get their products to the European market because of obviously the the whole customs and excise side of things um was it created to kind of ease that yeah 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 so originally uh when Brexit came and my background my background was uh, finance actually banking uh and, and my co-founder uh, Mike McGrath is an expert in in supply chain and procurement and sourcing, and has worked with some of the largest Irish companies in that regard, and particularly in the food and beverage sector. Um, so we're solving the problems that he would have faced every day, and that I would have seen in the marketplace through dealing with SMEs in business banking across sectors. Um, and when Brexit came, we looked to see what solutions were out there uh, for these mid-sized uh, Irish food suppliers. Uh, or buyers that needed to change their supply chains around the UK, perhaps because of regulatory and and and, and administrative of issues mm. and costs, uh, and the solutions just were uh, very poor from what we found. Um, Mike himself was working with it every day. Trust was a big issue, um, uh, you know, and you were either dealing with very expensive SaaS software as a service systems that wanted to integrate entirely with your system, you know, get get their software in there to manage your suppliers which wasn't ideal for a lot of buyers. They didn't want to go through that amount of work and cost and they're very expensive. Or, people, or the other options were marketplaces online, which were just giving poor quality results, inactive buyers or suppliers, directory style listings, uh, and a lot of um, um, a, a lot of uh, fraudulent activity, mm. unfortunately, in the middle of them. So we, we decided, we, we just started from solving problems, uh, some of the ones I've described to you, uh, for the buyers and for the suppliers. And, and that's how Quega was born. And we're at a stage now where we have, you know, one of the largest buyers in our, uh, telling us that we've, they, they, they see us as the 24-7 trade show, that, uh, that they, they use us to build relationships on an ongoing basis. Um, uh, and, and what they also post live requirements on our deal center. But in our connection center, they are just ongoing building these relationships across the different categories that they're engaged with. Very good. And is this your first foray into entrepreneurship, or have you have you started businesses before? This is my uh, sorry. This is my my, my first in, in 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 this regard. Sorry, I did work for myself for a period post working in the banking world. I worked with AIB and KBC, hmm. uh, and I worked in a consultancy basis for a period. But as regards actually. Uh, yeah, hiring h- h- hiring a team and paying the, the 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 bills at the end of every month. What what are your what are your reflections on one year of being a, an entrepreneur? My reflections on uh, of being an entrepreneur for the last year is hiring of people is key to it. Good people, 
and to be able to get that right. I learned I learned a lot about that, to be honest with you, in my time at KBC. I recruited teams. I trained teams. I made mistakes. I, I got things right. Uh, so the it, it, this this journey is all about people, be they our people in Quega or be they our customers. Hmm. That's what it's all about. Focus on that. Uh, uh, that that that's one learning definitely. Uh, another learning is uh, it, it, everything is tough. Nothing is easy. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, and and you've got to look after yourself in the middle of that to stay. Uh, for me, you know, even to get healthier and to stay healthier and, and look after yourself because there's a lot of long hours. But they don't feel there's a lot of long hours, but they they, they feel. Uh, they don't feel like it when, it when you're doing it for yourself. Yeah, you need to look after that work-life balancing and make sure you're 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 healthy and and exercising. That's on the to dwell. I, I've got back with the exercise and the health. I used to do a lot of it before, and I I've got back to it now. Um, but uh, I need to. I don't. There isn't much time for anything else at the moment. Yeah. So that's on the to do list. A bit of. Uh, mindfulness is that what they call it these days yeah i have to remind myself to be mindful uh what was i going to say the the future plans though for for quega because i mean you're obviously focused on the european market you've obviously made an impact and you know creating that i I love coming back to the word diversification uh of supply chain because you know there's a lot of generic stuff in our supermarkets wherever we go and it's great that there's a whole rich world out there of, of things and experiences we can have with food um, what what are your plans for the future of this? Do you, do you see yourself maybe looking at the Americas, at Asia, you know, bringing out that kind of global global supply chain and, and, and making the, those links? Yes, 100%. So this year for us is all about uh, growth in, in, in terms of what we're doing in Europe. And we looked uh, very carefully at other successful platform models because we're, you know, we're, we, we don't think we're fools uh, and we... No, knew when we started this journey, a platform model is challenging to scale mm-hmm. as a business. Uh, and there's a whole host of reasons why. You know, you, you build a SaaS company and you sell one this week, you sell two next week, you sell four the week after, and you can convince people uh, to come on that journey in terms of investors, et cetera, with you. Platforms can be more challenging, particularly in an Irish context, because um, you need to get that growth on two sides of your marketplace mm. to really bring your value to the members and the value to your members brings the, re- uh, the real um, scale of revenue. Um, but we're, we're thankfully uh, well on that journey this year. And we uh, act in the middle of our platform uh, as a sourcing team to really drive that growth. So that's going very well for us, Touchwood. And so we are closing out some funding this year and we'll bring in some more next year on that journey. In terms of the product, then, um, you know, we're starting with a subscription model. So, you know, the uh, suppliers and buyers, they can come on for free. They can set up profiles. And then when they really hit the value, they also, uh, you know, they see the value in this. That's when they also need to move past our paywalls and mm-hmm. we get the, the the monthly subscriptions. In the future, uh, it's very important for us to keep adding value for our members, right? That's what it's all about, just to do good for them, solve problems. Uh, and part of that will be adding in our extra services, optional services around um, click and buy on, on the system, around smart contracts. There's a lot we can do inside in our communication center with AI. Uh, hmm. uh, and and uh, uh, AI bots in terms of introducing up, uh, you know, we, we we can see how conversations are going. We can introduce options for trade finance through third parties, uh, smart contracts, legal support, uh, other services like that. Um, and yes, geographically and sector wise, you know, we we are very focused on the food and beverage sector and our initial beachhead within that. 
But yes, other sectors are in, we see interest in other, America and Asia is very interesting, of course. Very good. And, and like, that's the thing. I mean, you mentioned there you, you have a banking and business background, um, but you're building a platform. Uh, did you have to get up to speed pretty quickly with technology? Were you already good at technology? Because it's essentially, uh, and you mentioned their AI. I mean, none of these things, you can't just get these things off a shelf. You have to build them and uh, you have to strategize and plot it out. Uh, how did you find that aspect of building Quaya? Uh Challenging, but a, a really interesting journey. Um, so, you know, I've learned a lot in a short space of time and I'm continuing that learning and will continue that learning. Uh, and again, it's about ha- ha- pulling the right people around you. You know, it's, uh, you know, we were... We worked initially, it was Mike and myself, and we, we worked initially with a, a very good uh, Dublin-based um, uh, third-party software developers, Minicorp, so they, and, and then we had a great uh, consultant CTO with us for a while while we built out our own team. And now we have that that, that team in-house, and it's very important to us that it's in-house. Uh, and so, and, and Mike as well is even stronger than I techno- uh, with technology. So uh, it's a journey we're continuing and we will continue to grow that expertise and that in-house. It's crucial for us. Well, hopefully I'll talk to you again in a year's time now and see how Quega has, 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 has blossomed uh, over the time. But I think, I think uh, you, you're, you're really reaching the market at a very interesting time. Food security is a huge issue, obviously, for the world right now. But definitely, I like the, the aspect of diversity and having choice and hopefully that'll inform our palates in the next while. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, we, we 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 respond to the market. And you mentioned there, you know, that we, we spoke about Brexit and COVID, you know, with, with, with tragically what's happening in the Ukraine as well. That's having a significant impact, particularly on certain key uh, foods and, and products. So we're seeing a lot of activity on the platform around those and where we can help um, to, to make sure that there's, you know, in, in some cases we can't help in terms of, the demand uh, totally outweighs the, the, the supply. But it's amazing to see how quickly the markets respond in terms of alternative products. And we see the the, 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 the spike in action on Quega in terms of those being sourced and engaged upon, um, which is which is very interesting insights for us as well from a data point of view. Martin Fitzgerald, thank you so much. John, thank you. It was a pleasure.